Yo, well, yeah, my boy. That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic ish and more. Yo, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic ish and more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doing past political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit. Like, Mark Ali mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. What's that place you've always wanted to try? Well, you're there. Sharing plates with just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Yo, good, yo, my boy? That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half-baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic-ish and more. Yo, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard more cut, they got more shit on there, cuz they doing past political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit like Mark Ali mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz you better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. Oh, 
all the evil will pay. Come and go, come back and reap what you say. Come and go, come back and take it away.
Smoking on boogers, still look out for my sisters. They the one put me on game, no rookie. Never let a little house spin your ass, spin your cash. Life a moving nigga, pick your cash. Quentin Terrence, me no blackjack, no casino. Look kind of yeah, that's where my blood, my family. Yeah, I spill it out for the bounty. Yeah, I know. Done done it all all summer long. These kids popping, they sing along. I know you're proud of your bro. Smart guy, I need it more like Marcus. But mark up all how big my market is Get us out stand still Time never talk stand stain Dirty laundry Let me hear that Just remain me 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 Rushing gravy That you can't eat She was crazy Mama baby Son in the house, she had to blame me Any time that she was done talking in the clapping over the song and it low-key got a weird intro so you wouldn't have known what the song was unless you like one of them shazam motherfuckers now, other than that you shouldn't have known what it is but we back on another episode of ethnic issue more episode 68 high times with valencia it's the name of this one y'all gonna figure out why the times be high if you're looking at the live we got high times in the building we got 
Oh, and the camera turn, we got Valencia in the building. We got Miss Sonia in the building, y'all. It's going to be a lovely, lovely evening. The co-host tandem cannot make it. Y'all know his mommy's things happen. Babysitting issues, other things around. But I do my razzle-dazzle on my own from time to time. So, as y'all know, it is Nico the Great. We are here with episode 68. And if you listen to those first few songs, the first track actually came to someone off Twitter. His name is King Goon. It's called Dodgecoin to the Moon. He actually sent me that song when Dodgecoin hit a big old rise. I was supposed to play it last week, completely forgot. But Dodgecoin back down like a motherfucker. But it was good at the time. It's actually a really good good beat to it, good flow, good chill song. So if y'all, if y'all want to look that up, look up Dodgecoin to the Moon by King Goon. Then you had Amen by Valencia. And y'all want to know who Valencia is. Once again, we'll show who that wonderful, lovely person in the building is. Y'all heard a voice. A couple, I would say maybe, what was it? Four, five? It was 15 months ago. Um, it was in 2020. I know that much. We've been, I think it was, you were in like the 20s, I believe, episode-wise. 20s. Somewhere around that range. So, y'all, we've been pushing. We've been doing it. We've been getting our, uh, what I call, post office podcasting on. Rain, sleet, or snow, I'm in this hoe. I'll be here every day. Uh, well, every Wednesday, no, every day. I ain't got no everyday show. If I did, I'm pretty sure y'all get tired of hearing me after a while because I get tired of talking to y'all ashy asses. And then the last song, St. Louis's own, Smino. He just dropped the track at 12 a.m. called Rice and Gravy with Monte Booker. Monte Booker is his producer, I believe. Nice. I ain't never found a Smino track I don't like. I find ones I don't like as much as the others, but ain't none of them bad. That continues the trend. That brother makes really good music. And I'll just, I'm trying to get him on the show. So one of y'all, uh, Smino cousins listening from the Lou, tell your cousin, I'll say, what up? Chris, come out at me, bro. Let me get you on the show. Let's do something like that. Now, I love to welcome back all y'all ashy asses. Because like I said, for 68 weeks, y'all been listening to me for whatever reason. And I highly, greatly appreciate it. Um, continue to show up. Continue to show out. I'll continue to do my razzle-dazzling thing and make sure y'all have something to listen to. Make sure you catch us every week on My City, My Music Radio, mycitymymusic.com. You can also listen on ethnicissuemore.com. You can go to budtalkstl backslash ethnicissuemore, our main source, Spreaker. I'm also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeart, and it's like 50 left other ones. I don't know all the names, but I know for sure I'm on there because when I found the list of podcasts that I was on, I spent my whole night and Googled each one of them, downloaded every app. And if I didn't find episodes, I put the RSS feed on there to make sure that I was on there. And it's probably why we get international listening. So we're an international podcast, y'all. It don't matter if it's one country or 12 international as long as it's across the, the, uh, the seas and the oceans and all that good jazz. Y'all keep messing with us. And always shout out to our wonderful sponsors, uh, not podcast, Cash App. And like I say every week, Jack Dorsey, I'm trying to get these student loans paid, bro. Now, you don't have to give me the money outright, but you can teach me the game, Ghost. But if you prefer to give me the money outright, who am I to tell you what to do with your abundance of funds? Um, That's not my place, but it'll come to a good cause. Uh, I'm tired of Navient calling me. Um... Pretty much that's it, flat out. I'm tired of them calling me. So if you want to help me get that taken care of, tell your peoples, call my peoples, and we can make something happen. Now, I want to clap it up. 
fuss I get my mouth For the people that came on last week, oh, person, the wonderful Tierra Armin. She had a one, Tierra Speaks was the episode. Y'all check out her book, check out her page. She got a wonderful 30-day uh, pretty much life journal that you can do. You go through each day with her, kind of write down how you feel. It was it was kind of a dope thing, so I'm going to start it in June. I told her I'll support. And then we got a, John, did y'all take my DJ sounds off? The, oh, I can't believe that y'all didn't get moved it. I get to do my wonderful DJ horns because we have the wonderful Valencia in the building. We have the wonderful Sonia in the building of Higher Times. How you guys doing today? Fantastic. Okay, yeah, y'all, y'all can join in just because I'm talking to me. You can't talk Trying either. To be rude around here. Oh no, you can talk. This is a, <laughs> this is one like of them shows. <laughs> this is one of them shows where everybody intertwine. Okay, everybody have less. fun. Everybody has fun. Welcome to Ethnic Ish and Valencia. Okay. You look Ethnic Ish and Valencia. It is. This is Valencia. We are Ethnic Ish and more. <laughs> y'all, she came in with the David Ruffin. That's that's and you sitting in the David Ruffin seat because <laughs> Anya. She usually walk in 35 minutes late. I call her Davina Ruffin <laughs> because she walk in when she wants to act like she's the only person. Be she walk me. in when it come her part. It never fails. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, weak. do you be listening in the car or what's going on? But I'm glad to have y'all in the building. Yeah. Y'all peeped all this Thank wonderful, you. wonderful stuff. Awesome. Now, the first time I came across all of this wonderful stuff is when we got to do the show, that show about weed. Um, she was the wonderful sponsor along with myself. I had no idea I was going to get to take. I was like, y'all get to take all this shit home? They was like, yeah. I was like, Oh, nigga, done made it. Like, you're free shit. When you get, like, two free things, you made it. Like, from two separate occasions, you made it. I got some shoes one time. I got some T-shirts. So I'm like, I'm there. And I'm waiting on somebody to be like, oh, man, here, a car. I'm like, nigga, yeah, I'm on. So anybody, I do a uh, karaoke issue more show in my car. So dealerships, if y'all got some cars that you're trying to get cracking, you need them to get on the market more, I have no problem with driving around and your car is part of the sponsorship thing. So holler at me. We can make something happen. I'm going to start pulling up the dealership. They be having them quota cars they got to get off. I'm like, bro, give me one with some dealer place on it. I'll drive around for a week and do like two or three episodes in it. Where the money was And bring it back. Look, I need it all. <laughs> I need it all. I need all that. That's my goal. In the next next five months, I need to have at least 2000 or 2500 in sponsorship income coming in monthly just from being a part of the show. So it's going to happen. It's really not that hard if you put the work in. And it's just as simple as just having somebody stuff in the background. You just drink it. Like, oh, such, 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 such. Look, it's, it's really that simple. It's that simple. So if y'all hear me, y'all think I'm doing a little good job. You like my voice? Hear me talking? Rock with me. Sponsor me. And if you really want to see me talking tomorrow, not tomorrow, today's Wednesday. So Friday, I will be one of the voices of people you hear walking around the Nando STL concert. They got me doing some live media yeah, coverage in there. They got me a cameraman and shit. They gonna give me a microphone and shit. They gonna, they better I'll let me talk to everybody like out loud because I'm gonna do my razzle dazzle. But I get to walk around, interact with the crowd, see how they doing, interview the guests. I mean the performers as they coming off the stage. Which coincidentally, ninety five percent of them have all been guests on Ethnic Issue More at least That's one fine. time. That's so awesome. it's dope. See, it's all that connection. It's all that networking. People network. Y'all be surprised. I'm probably, I'll call myself the most anti-social, social person you'll ever meet. I don't talk unless I have to. Like, I stay to myself. I, I really don't like people. So you're doing a good job talking. Look, I don't, I don't talk <laughs> until it come this. Because I felt like this is what I was supposed to be doing when it came to, to my life. So I appreciate that. It's also the, um, well, I ain't going to say their name because they don't give me no money. But the dark <laughs> liquor beverage of enhancement that helps at times. I will say y'all name one day. When you decide to come in a little chat, it ain't got to be too much, but, you know, we'll talk. 
My peoples will call your peoples. I ain't got no peoples yet. But when I get them, they're going to call y'all. <laughs> so I do this wonderful thing called the numerology corner. I probably started that maybe, I want to say 20 episodes ago, where I look up the number of the episode just to see if it's going to give me anything. This one, the number 68, okay. signifies expressing your freedom in a harmonious way, sensuality, idealism, adventure, family, personal freedom, and business. People who resonate with this number are adventurous, witty, and sensual. That's wonderful. Yeah. Slight question. Yes. I would have loved to have been on episode 69. <laughs> oh, I was on that one. I I'm sorry. I'm going back to yeah. my corner. <laughs> it, 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 live your best life. I'm excited for the episode two. So, um, I don't have nothing managed plan, but um, it's going to be fun. Shout out to Corey Black, Sunny Rain. They'll be on for episode 69. I never thought about it like that. I should have planned it like that. You should have brought like a sex worker. Yeah, I got one coming. And it's crazy because I got one coming the month after. I got got somebody with an OnlyFans page and all that. Shout out to Thicky Lou. I can't wait to. She coming on here. She like this six foot super thick lady. Yeah, so she seems super cool. Her page popping. So I was like, hey, she was like, man, I'd love to do your show. I'm like, well, we'd love to have you. like to hear people living their best life because I don't knock nobody hustle. Get chores by any means. I and that. I saw people getting paid guala off OnlyFans, so. I'm doing it on OnlyFans one day. Look, I don't blame Big you. Big Titty Guitar Girl coming soon. <laughs> I got one month on you, goddammit. Let's get it. Because I'm all about it. I'm going to turn my auto-subscribe off because I've been up forgot. And then before you know it, you done racked up 10 months worth of charges. How you call OnlyFans? Like, look, I bought the shit one time. I did. I thought I turned that motherfucker off. I ain't seen nothing upgraded or nothing on there. Can I get my ten dollars back, bro? They were like, nah, bro. We see you click two likes this month, dog. You you knew the shit renewed. I'm like, what? Well, Cause I paid for it. I did the two likes back to back. I'm so like, let me get my shit, but let me get my ten dollars back, man. But shout out to all the OnlyFans workers. Get your guala. Don't let nobody tell you what to do with your life. I don't care what you do because it don't benefit. It don't not pay my bills whether you naked on there or not. So I ain't gonna judge you whatsoever. Um. Get them going, sis. Ain't that what ain't that what the young folks say? I love doing that now. I ain't even that old. Like what the young folks say, stop capping. I do that shit all the time. They be like, you're not even that old. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, it just sound better. Like when you add the ain't that what the young folks say? They be like, boy, get your young old ass out of here. I'm 32, y'all. So I'm like Young. Medium. I mean, I'm medium, yeah. I'm I'm medium young. Like but I got, but capping is like twelve, so I feel like that's why I go with the young yeah. folks say because I'll the, be like, well, TikTok's for everybody, so I won't say that. TikTok's little, TikTok is like a rabbit hole. Like yes. if you get bored, that's why I don't watch videos on TikTok because before you know it, you've been in that motherfucker for two hours. I don't yes. watch so many goddamn videos. I don't share ten of them. I'm like, nope. But it's such a, it's hard to do that consistently. <laughs> I'll be trying. Somebody like so, trying to join on you in my feed. I'm not gonna say it. No, I'm not starting them, no mess. Tell I'm not them. No tell them it's not what they it's want. It's not what you want. It's really not what they want. I I'm do not this. Play with y'all. I do this. I'm not going to play with y'all. I do this. I won't interrupt. Random, random Jonah? It's no. not bad. It's oh, not I, bad. I, I ain't worried about that. Good or bad. I give you three free ones. So you better <laughs> make them at least good. Y'all hear it. If one of them bad, I'm going to tell you, move. I think you could do better. I would like for you to start over. Because once I start... Either you're going to be upset, you're going to laugh, or we're going to want to fight. It's fair. It's one of them only options right it's there. It's fair. So that's how that goes. <laughs> I'm weak. Oh, man. Oh, and another thing I do, black sports players with the number of the week. You know how hard it is that's fire. to find somebody that was black 
that wore a number past like 40. Unless they in the NFL. This week we got Will Will Shields. He's an NFL Hall of Famer. Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think anybody's ever worn the number 69. So I'm so excited to, if I find somebody next week. I'm proud of you for not saying some shit about Kansas. Oh, oh God. I just remember when you did the don't whole Kansas City Chiefs. I know, and I tried to recant. Yeah, nah, I was yeah, like, you, you don't make You like the good though. representation. Okay, so it's because I went to Lincoln, and the three major schools, I mean, cities were St. Louis, Chicago, and Kansas City. We weren't major. And I mean, out of, at Lincoln. I'm, I'm now, St. Louis. But the first time I came across somebody from KC, I was at my school in Chicago. Want to it hear was this it. chick I was cool with. She was in my room like, oh, yeah, you ever see Casey dance? She started dancing. I was like, girl, what the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? I was like, baby, you okay? Like, do I need to go get your roommate? Like, what's going on? Don't have no seizures up in this motherfucker. Because I don't, I don't know if you what insurance you got, and okay. I don't have the card. Okay. It was that bad. Because they caught me off guard. It was just some whole. I'm from St. Louis. Then, I got, to, then I got to my Kansas school Kansas I graduated from. I'm like, oh, you niggas do this. My only pet, my only like. Downfall with KC is that like y'all still sell tall tees in the store and niggas okay, still knees get cold. No, nah, because they don't even reach the knee unless you're short. I went through that phase of like buying four X tall tees being five eight. Thighs get cold. I too. still get upset with my friends when I see the pictures because if we was really good, it's like when you see your homegirl in a picture, you be like, "Hey, shorty, that ain't the outfit." Because you a good friend, not because yeah. you're trying to clown her. Some people just be like, oh, you, yeah, bitch, you fly. You be like, you know, goddamn well. Her outfit ain't together. But because you don't want to come off as a hater, you don't say nothing. I'll be the hater. Because I'd rather me tell you than a thousand people tell you. No, that's true, though. Right. No, that's 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 I, for real. That's why I tell my son when he be tripping. I'm like, hey, bro, when I be telling your ass musty, would you rather me tell you or the little girl you think cute at school will tell you? <laughs> Because you don't want to go to school and being known as Musty Boy. It's hard to get out of that stigma. I know some kids who lived through Musty Boy name all the way through graduation. And to this day, the first thing you think, like, boy, I remember when your ass was funky as hell. <laughs> like, it's, it, we, we 30. And the only thing I remember is about you being funky. That's not something you want. So for all the Musty kids, put some deodorant on. Please. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for your kids, kids, because then you can be like, oh, you the kid of the musty nigga. Like, you don't want that. You don't want that stigma. We don't need none of that going on. Not today. So, my good folks, we're going to go on a little quick commercial break, and then we're going to come back and holler at the one from Miss Sonia, Higher Times. I found this little song. I actually just found out this song was Justin Bieber. Had no idea. Even though I do know his voice, but I like the whole Daniel Caesar and Giveon added to it. So I got Justin Bieber Peaches. Gonna drop and we'll be right back. I got my peaches out in Georgia. Oh yeah shit. I get my weed from California. That's that shit. I took my chick up to the north, yeah. Badass bitch. I get my light right from the source, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And I see you. Your skin. I wanna wrap my arms around you, baby, never let you go. Oh. And I see you. There's nothing like your touch. It's the way you lift me up. Yeah, and I'll be right here with you till the end. I got my features out in Georgia. Oh yeah, shit. I get my weed from California. That's that shit. I took my chick up to the north, yeah. Badass bitch. I get my light right from the source, yeah. Yeah, that's it. 
can wish for Nights alone that we miss more And days we save as souvenirs There's no time, I wanna make more time And give you my whole life I left my girl, I'm in my Yorker Hate to leave it, call it torture I get my weed from California, that's that shit I took my chick up to the north, yeah, badass bitch I get my light right from the source, yeah, yeah, that's it I get the feeling, so I'm sure And in my hand because I'm yours I can't, I can't pretend I can't ignore you right for me Don't think you wanna know just where I've been, oh I get my weed from California, that's that shit I took my chick up to the north, yeah, badass bitch I get my light right from the source, yeah, yeah, that's it I got my peaches out in Georgia, oh yeah, shit I get my weed from California, that's that shit I took my chick up to the north, yeah, badass bitch I get my light right from the source, yeah Goddamn Maracas. So when y'all catch me in the background of a bunch of shit like this, don't be surprised because I'm a nigga with the honorary Maracas. And I ain't bringing real Maracas. I'm coming with these. Two things of some seasoning from higher times. I'm scared to cook with this shit because I've been, I'm like, fuck, I'm finna get high as hell tonight. And it don't put too much. Now I'm in the room sitting in the fetal position and I'm hurt because that shit happened to me the other day. Shout out to Poncho. Poncho makes infused edibles. I don't know, and it's a chocolate. I don't know what the hell he put in that little chocolate. It's 500 milligrams for the whole piece, but I'll split half of it. That 250, I had, listen, once it kicked in, it was like, it probably took 30 minutes to an hour. It was like, I remember when it kicked in. I did like a blink, and everything just went crazy. I was like, okay, we live in here tonight. I'm a little higher than I anticipated. I don't want to eat the whole 500 milligram, but I plan on doing it just to be doing it. Because if the 250 made me feel like that, I'm going to do it in the morning. Like, eat breakfast and eat this thing just to see how the rest of my day going to go. And I can't have nothing else to do. Like, you can't plan nothing on that because I couldn't do shit. Like, everything was funny. I like smoking. Weed. I've been smoking for a long time. So now when you still get the, the silliness behind the weed, it's fun. Because after a while, you just smoking to be like, all right, let me get back to my normal self. Because I've been high for so long. Smoking weed is kind of normal at this point for me. Some people still get the, I don't get the munchies no more like that. That's kind of sad. Like, I missed that part. Uh, unless I just ain't ate. Get y'all some higher times. If y'all, for those listening, if you want, I'll post some pictures on my Instagram. 
but I, I, I believe it because I've had a few items. I did the wine. Hi, Mandrum. Um, I've had the lemonade. I had some candy. I had something. I had the little syrup thingy. And it was something else I ate. The hot sauce. First of all, that hot sauce is so good. It legit tastes like actual hot sauce. Look, listen, y'all. If you like hot sauce and you want a little buzz, facts. This shit tastes, it tastes like any hot sauce, any hot sauce I've ever had. I'll fuck around and die. <laughs> no, look, be because I was in that motherfucker. Then I was like, hold on, y'all, this got weed in. I don't want to put too much. I remember eating some chicken. I was like, man, man, I'm cool. I'm cool. I smoked. Man, about an hour later, I was like, I did put that hot sauce on that chicken, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, okay, I got to go to sleep. I got to get my life in order. But it was a wonderful thing, y'all. So we are going to clap. Tell our listeners and viewers a little about yourself and you know your company. Hey y'all, my name is Sonia. Um, I'm the owner of Higher Times. Uh, we are all infused products. Anything you name, we can infuse. Um, let's see here. I started this business probably a little over a year ago and um i initially started with doing the brownies and cookies different stuff like that and be honest with you it was not professional at all ziploc bags for you whatever but people were giving me a chance and they really liked the products that i was given so i stepped it up a notch and made a whole business out of it um let's see here some of my signature products the lemonade is where i began and then i trickled off onto the wine so those, along with the THC syrups, are some of the major um, sellers that most people come looking for. Um, how you end up making like? How you end up making wine? Because your wine actually tastes like wine still. Mm-hmm. So like, how did you do that in asking tea? Of course, I don't need the recipe, but like, how did that happen? Um, just messing around in the kitchen, honestly. And I like to cook and. Um, yeah, I just was started messing around, and I felt like if I could do the lemonade, and the lemonade still tastes flavorful and don't, you know, taste like weed, so I tried the same potion with the wine, and it just went from there. That's the great part, because a lot of edibles I've had, I remember the first time I ever made, tried to make edibles, me and my roommate in Chicago, we didn't know what we was doing, I never knew shit about infused butter, none of that. Mm-hmm. This nigga made some brownies, but straight like grinded up weed, and put the weed in the fucking brownies and cook them. And I'm like, bro, this always smell like baked loud. I'm like, what are you doing? And so we tried to eat it. I'm like, nigga, this like flavored grass. I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, I ain't high. So then we figured out, you know, oh, you're supposed to do all the separation through the butter. I'm like, oh, hell no. I'll just keep smoking weed because it's too much work. But I haven't tasted any. And I've had quite a few of your products. None of them taste like weed. Like none of them. And that's that's what got me. That's what got me. Cause I drank this shit and before I realized I was at this point and I looked out the corner of my eye, I said, Hold on, what is this thing? <laughs> I said, This ain't 60% serious. Well, why your dumb ass drink all the drink, fool? I'm like, Well, nobody told me. She just set the stuff down and walked away. I ain't see her no more tonight. And nobody give me you need to put a warning with and, and this a whole warning label on here, y'all. Read. Don't be Nico. Please read Valencia before you do this. Like, points, caution. Don't be Nico. 
don't be me, because I'm the nigga that they made the jokes about, oh, you put money in the book, that nigga ain't going to find it because he won't read it. <laughs> I'm be like, shit. I've been got to the first page like, man, I started reading it. I got tired. I the money was on page four. I got sleepy around the first, at the goddamn introduction. Don't be me, y'all. So, another thing, like, how do you go about getting the right amount of THC per product? Um, I'm using the same recipe, the same measurements each time. Okay. And so it just, yeah, once I did figured it the first time and what works and what evenly, you know, plays, I just continue the same. Because okay. I, I always wonder, you always see this, you got surge, especially when you go to dispensary, you had 100 milligrams, 10 milligrams a piece. I'm like, how are y'all knowing it's 10 milligrams of THC in this little piece? And why is 10 milligrams of THC not that goddamn strong? <laughs> Unless you don't smoke, yeah. then it's strong. Because I've seen people who don't smoke. My mama, shout out to my mama, told, telling me her story about weed coming legal in Illinois and her going to buy some gummies. And my dad was like, yeah, I caught your damn mama. She's standing by the stairs. Told us, oh, I don't know what's going on behind his head. And he's like, I told your ass don't eat them goddamn gummies. And but now he be begging for the gummies that had her tripping. I was like, I want 10 milligrams to do that to me. I ate a whole 100 milligram pack of cookies one time. That shit ain't I've do nothing. stories. I can't. Oh, what's here? I don't know if I'm ready for y'all to uh, y'all to Listen, roast me. I guarantee you, your high stories. I've been smoking since I was seventeen. I'm thirty two. Okay. I got some high stories. Okay, this is my high, this is probably one of my highest ones. But I was in L. A. and I literally this is it. They're gonna know who I am. <laughs> this is it. I can't recant. I can't take this back. Was in L. A. and I was you know going to. The dispensary, the guy told me it wasn't that fucking strong. So I was like, okay, well, what do you usually take? He tells me I took one. I was like, okay, I'm going to have the munchies and a shared B&B. I'm not telling the full story, just to, just so no, you can get how high I was. Mm-hmm. Went to the store. I was feeling, okay, those playing prints. I was skipping. I was like, I'm not that high, though. Got some munchy food. Went back to the um, B&B. Took another one. Let's just say by the end of the night, I had called the police on myself. I had gotten in the shower with my pajamas on. And I was high for two days. So, yeah, I'm going to let y'all that. finish. And Goodness. I stopped taking edibles for a while. I want that. Now, you want that? You want to go to another Listen, dimension? I ain't never had nothing when me taking showers in my goddamn clothes. <laughs> Calling the law. That turns me on. I've like, seen the naked bitch, look, but I ain't niggas, seen the clothes niggas, the wet bitch. Like, no, you I don't past, like it. Think about walking past the bathroom like... <laughs> Y'all, I know I ain't tripping. I think she ain't there taking a shit. And it was a shared Airbnb, cloud. y'all. It was so embarrassing. Well, it was embarrassing in my mind because they didn't catch me. But I was yelling to people, help. And then I called the police and I was like, come get me. They was like, where are you? I said, come and get me. You know where I am. You know where I am. Come and get like, me. Ma'am, is this your first time in L.A.? Thankfully, I was able to tell them I had a panic attack and I was done. Oh, see, yeah. In a story. But, see, in a story. but that's in the story. thing with edibles. That's the only thing about <laughs> edibles I don't like. You can't control the high. When I first had my first edible, I was like, I don't like this shit. Because one, it don't kick in as I'm doing it. Like weed smoking, if I feel like I'm too high, you know when you feel like you're there. I can put this out. I come back to it. I'm cool. The edible shit, you be like, oh, man, this ain't nothing. Then you forget about it. Oh, oh bro. Me, I ain't, that shit ain't do nothing, bro. Let me go eat two more. Then all that motherfuckers like, get your ass over here, nigga. And that shit catch up on you at one time. Now you sitting in the room looking at motherfuckers. Everybody's like, why are you so quiet? I'm like, bro. There ain't no reason. I'm like, y'all, call my mama. I'm scared. I'm nervous. They be like, for what? I'm like, I don't know why I'm nervous, but I feel like she gonna know what to do. I call her for anything else. So just call my mama. 
Just say the nigga hi and hang up. She'll call back and then I'll answer the phone. And we go from there. It ain't been too many. At first, I didn't think edibles worked. And I was like, well, maybe my tolerance for just marijuana is too high. It was. It took me. The first edible that ever kicked in on me, I think, it was Joe Bowie. He gave me a uh, Melanie for my birthday. Bought me a big ass red velvet cookie. Mm. I don't even like red velvet. That was the greatest tasting cookie I ever had in my life. Mm. And I'm eating it. I'm like, I mean, this ain't shit. This ain't shit. I decided, and this was the my birth. She gave it to me at the birth for my birthday at the Puffin Paint, the first one that she was a part of. So I'm already in there too high, where like I said, my antisocial kicked in. Once I get too high, if ain't no liquor involved, I'm not talking. I'm just sitting in the back looking at motherfuckers like, bro, I'm high, but y'all niggas weird, and I'm sure I'm pretty weird to y'all right now. But we ain't gonna discuss this amongst each other. But I ate that cookie, and I remember like. I did like a dab for the first time that day. It was that one shit. But I remember getting in the car and I'm like, it was an hour late. I decided after the party, my highest, I had to go do DoorDash. I don't know why. You did? For like three hours. Yeah. I didn't talk to nobody. And as soon as I got in the party, I'm like, oh shit. That's what would have been gone. I was like, <laughs> I have had that blessing before too. I never stole nobody's food. If DoorDash is listening, I've never stole nobody's food. <laughs> but I did it one time. The greatest thing ever, I was high as a kite doing DoorDash. And some lady ordered like a super family meal from Boston Market. Two rotisserie chickens, two of every side. They all the good sides Boston Market offer. If y'all have Boston Market, you already know. Boston Market be fire. And I pulled up to the lady house that it told me on there. It was some old black lady. She looking at me crazy. I'm looking at her crazy. She like, baby, I ain't ordered this. I'm like, okay. So I get back in the car. I called the number on the phone. So I don't try to act like I try to take the food. They phone disconnected. So it don't pick, mind you, I'm on Goodfella over like damn near by Skate King. So I'm like, I parked on the side where it told me the house could have been. I just stayed on the street for five, give you five minute timer. I was like, <laughs> and I looked out the rear view to where it kind of looked like the house could be, but it didn't have no number. That is crazy. Like it was, it's random where DoorDash or send you somewhere. It has no exact number. It give you like, a, it'll be like 7,300 through 7,310. On this street. I'm like, bro, who the fuck ordered this shit? And if your phone don't work, how am I supposed to know your house? So I waited the little five minutes. That motherfucking timer went off. I got all the money for delivery. And now I got two rotisserie chickens. <laughs> two sets of like spin, spinach artichoke. Two mashed potatoes. Two mac and cheese. And you let's were just, Let's just say DoorDash ended that day. At that time. I was like, before my blessing get blocked, I'm finna go home and I'm finna eat this motherfucking food. Yeah. I ate Boston Market for the next three days. <laughs> That's amazing, actually. It was wonderful. It's rare. It's only happened twice. They had like some Mexican food one time. And I'll be like, how do y'all order food and y'all phones don't be working? Or y'all don't put the right address on there? Look, I'm getting my motherfucking food. Right. Listen, I'll be at the at door. I'll be at the door like, bro, I was waiting on you at the door. Come on, bro. <laughs> But for that, I'm like, bro, you ain't got to walk up here. I'll meet, you at the, I'll meet you in the middle of the driveway just in case you try to take a chip out on your way up. I need all my shit. I don't trust you. Niggas. I know I'll be Period. in the car looking at people's food one time. I'm like, boy, if I was hurt. <laughs> and that's a lick, y'all. If you ever down bad, college students, they don't want you to do nothing wrong, but I'll tell you the sauce. If you ever down bad and you don't got no money for food, take your phone, pull up in your car, Walk into Chipotle and just look at your phone and look at the order of foods right there and just grab one 
and walk off. You're not going to know what's in the motherfucker, but I don't want you starving in school. <laughs> because when I went to my HBCU, dinner stopped at 630. Who the fuck eats dinner at 630? That means it started at 430. Who the fuck eat dinner at 4.30 for one? That's Caucasian supper time. That's supper time. I don't know nothing about supper time. We ain't had supper time in my house. So, kids, don't starve. If you grown and doing that, they got, like, food stamps. Like, you can get that for real. <laughs> you can get food stamps in college, low-key. I have food, $200 worth of food stamps in a mini fridge. So, don't say you can't do it. Make it happen. Captain. Now, where do you plan to see hiring times in the next five years? Uh, in the next five years, I plan to have a storefront. I plan that the laws and everything will take over. And yeah, I'm going to, that's what I'm building my brand now. Five years, I have a storefront in different states and cities. So would it have to go to the recreational realm for you to be able to obtain a storefront? Or do you, um, or is it easier I think it would be easier if it was on the recreational. I think it'll be a few few hoops that I have to hop through all the medical, but recreational school across the board, I just go buy a store and get a game. Mm. Yeah, that'd be dope. I'd go in there. Let people know who I am in advance. And, that's and, and it's crazy because I got a homegirl that I don't know why we was talking about edibles one time. She's like, yeah, I be getting my edibles from this company called Hard Times and this lady named Sonya. Hey, and I was like, to you. I was like, I know her. I'm like, yeah, I met her doing such, such, such. She was like, oh yeah, this where I be getting my stuff from. I'm like, it's a small world. St. Louis is probably the smallest city I've ever been in. Yeah. Because it's I've never not met somebody here that didn't know another person yeah. that I've met. And I'm not from here. Everybody think I am. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm from Aurora, Illinois, which is about Chicago. Mm-hmm. 45 minutes from Chicago. I just went to school at Lincoln. And so I'm so, like, tight-knit with people just because of Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And that was, I graduated in 2013. Then my son, mother, is from the east side. So when I was, me and him were living together for, like, maybe a couple of years. When I decided, I was like, I'm trying to get closer to him. I moved out here three years ago. Just three. Yeah, only been, I've been. I moved the day after my birthday, March third, two thousand eighteen. That's crazy. Big things happen. I moved here the day after my birthday. My oh, first time. My square. Oh hell no! Don't give me the don't. Mm-hmm. The, listen, don't ever. Cause I had a baby by Aries. No. Shout out to my son, mama. We don't be beefing. I just always say my jokes about Aries because that was the longest relationship I had. Don't do it, y'all. If y'all can avoid. Wow, do it, y'all. I'm an Aries. Mm-hmm. Well, you cool. You cool. You got good marketing. <laughs> you, you got good marketing. So I was like, you know what? She funny. I, I, I can deal with people funny and good marketing. But if y'all can avoid it, <laughs> I would highly recommend, maybe if you're a Pisces. I don't know. I can't. I don't know too much about it. It's easy to fake people. Like, when you be like, are you? that's what, when I moved out here, was the first time I ever started meeting women that was big into Zodiac signs. So I met one girl. She's like, "Oh, I have my had one girl had me asking my mama my goddamn birthday, like the time I was, what born. Time you was born." I said, "Okay, look." I, I said, "Mama, if I ever ask you that shit again, don't tell me." <laughs> Not. She was like, "Oh, well, let me know what time." I am texting my mom, mom. You know what time I'm I'm born. So She was like, "Well, you born at twelve fifty-seven. I'm like, "Okay, twelve. I said, "I ain't no text." I was like, "Well, I was born at twelve fifty-seven on a Thursday. <laughs> what you know about that?" I'd never do that shit again. Look, knew everything about I'm like, listen. <laughs> and listen, that motherfucker. I ain't gonna say everybody that's into that ain't all there. She won out. 
she do you have wasn't. to say about Scorpios? Ooh. Uh, I don't got too much because I'll be faking it. Okay. I ain't going to lie. When it comes to zodiac signs, I'll fake it. Uh, 90% of niggas fake it. I'll tell women now. <laughs> if a dude, unless it's a dude that's really like studied that, any dude that be like, oh, for real, that, we just saying that because we know that's what you like and we trying to get closer to you. I'll listen to so many women talk about that. I'll be like, damn, for real, my moon sign. Someone said they're a Virgo. Oh, his face. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Next segment. Anywho, <laughs> if people were looking to find higher times, how can they get in contact with you? IG at higher H I G H E R underscore times T Y M E S underscore lemonade L E M O N A D E. And this is lemonade, y'all. I am pretty sure I haven't smoked since earlier today before I went skating. That is my ritual um, smoke weed and go skating. It's a great pastime. So I'm pretty sure the feeling I feel is not just a Hennessy. I haven't had a lot of this. But I believe it's something. This is really good. No, I think. What flavor is that one? We got grape, strawberry, orange, and green apple. I've had straw. I had strawberry when I did the show. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see that when y'all find when it finally come out. Y'all I was on episode two of that show about weed. It'll be on Amazon Prime. Yes. Listen, y'all. You know, you just get the first of all. They just let us sit there, smoke hella weed. Eat hell. It was edibles mm-hmm. next to me. Before I didn't realize the pack of edibles that you said down was five hundred milligrams. So I was just like, "Oh, this shit's fire." Then I read the pack. I always read shit after the fact. Mm-hmm. I ate five hundred milligrams of edibles in in, in five minutes. I drank sixty percent of THC in like ten minutes. I smoked like four blunts. I rolled up because shout out to uh, Area Fifty One, the place that we did it at. Because we was doing the show, they allowed us to just come get Rellos and stuff out their store because they had a smoke shop. I went and got a big-ass raw paper that you had to put at least, I like, a, like an eighth in it. So I broke down all of this eighth of some weed I had from Denver, rolled that shit up, and we saw pad. We spassed it around, and pretty much me and Melanie smoked it, and I finished like I was so high on that show. Like, you know when you super high, when you little kid giggly. Mm-hmm. That's be, that'd be the best times. Because yeah. you be in there like, bro, you be like, people just ask you, what is funny? It's like, fam, if I explained it to you, you, you wouldn't get, get it. it. <laughs> You're not going to get it. Just know, at this point, I'm tickled. That was me like, on that's, that's, oh when you, that's when you old school yeah. funny. Like, nigga, I'm tickled right now. No matter how many times I stop laughing, as soon as I sit here long enough and think about it, I'm just going to start crying laughing. Mm-hmm. I had tears rolling down my eyes. They're like, what you laughing at? I'm like, bro, I don't know. But just, I think it's because I'm too high. And next time, make sure I read this shit before I indulge. I learned my lesson. Probably not. But it seemed like it. You just got to tell people you learned your lesson. I didn't, y'all. But it was a wonderful feeling. And make sure. You got to tap it up for Sonya and higher time. When I say it ain't too many, ain't too many of you. One, I don't know that many infused companies. Two, I don't need to find any other ones because this one, once I found somebody that can make hot sauce that tastes like hot sauce, and I know for a fact it was a hot sauce while I was hot. I love hot sauce. I love, I'm a hot sauce chicken nigga to the day I die. <laughs> I love hot sauce and the fact that I, and matter what I knew, it, I poured another type of hot sauce on there to mix it because I was like, I don't want to just use too much of this. 
but I couldn't taste the difference in the hot sauce I used, which was a brand I bought my whole life. So I'm like, oh yeah, you need to find some dispensaries. Y'all need to give her that bag, sell this hot sauce. Let's talk. Hit her up. Like I guarantee you, I've never the most outrageous thing infused wise I've seen dispensary was an ice cream sandwich in Denver. Shit was fire too. It was like fifty milligrams. I actually believe I got how me and the homeboy split that. But get the hot sauce, y'all. You gotta fuse wine. You gotta fuse hot sauce. I'm just like, don't you make it fuse like salsa? Salsa, nachos. Mm. I don't need that. Taco Tuesday is. Ooh. Think about Taco Tuesday. Well, tequila, tequila. Tequila. Oh, last no two episodes ago we did tequila. We don't like tequila. I don't like tequila. Taking a break, but tequila. Tequila. That's exactly what it does. <laughs> like I, I don't like anything that's not dark. I don't like liquor. I just like the feeling of being drunk. And I've said that ever since I was able to be legal to drink, even before that, I've never liked the taste of liquor. I like being drunk because it's just a whole lot funner. When Did you're you drunk. see the thing where if you like breathe in, breathe out, drink, and then breathe out, you won't taste the liquor, the shot, apparently? Oh, I just hold my breath when I take them. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, I just. I'm, we're going to try on break. <laughs> oh, y'all, you just heard that. Break, mo, <laughs> liquor shots, and all that coming. But before we go on to. Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Is you drunk? Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Hold on. Now you drove. Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Now you drove. Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Is you drunk? Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Now you drove. Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Now you drove. Hey. Shout out to the homie Carl Mack for my stupid dumber drove song. It's actually a whole song too. I asked the homeboys just to make me a snippet. They said, bro, we're going to do a whole track. And it's actually fire. Shout out to EJ. Shout out to Dion. No ID official, y'all. Uh, before we go onto our commercial break, take our razzle-dazzle shot. If anybody, my favorite person to always bring this up, I always say in my media career, I'm going to be the next Charlemagne without the drama. <laughs> and Charlemagne always say the craziest people he knows is from the Bronx and all of Florida. And I found a Florida man. And for those who don't believe Florida people are crazy, Google Google Florida man and your birth date. I guarantee you, you will find somebody that did some wild shit <laughs> on your birthday. It's, it's never failed people. Because every day somebody, I don't know if it's the sun or what, but every day in Florida, somebody do some fucked up shit. <laughs> so a man named Kyle Griffin was in Walmart. Kyle was bending down to pick up some sodas. Kyle had that thing on his hip. Kyle shot himself in the fucking leg trying to pick up sodas in the middle of Walmart. Now, how drove do you have to be? You got to be pretty drove to do that. Y'all can guess it. Kyle is Caucasian. Because um, I feel like, uh, and you never hear random niggas, except for Plexigo Birds. That nigga shot himself in the thigh like the club. And he went to jail for it. And you know how stupid you got to be to go to jail for shooting yourself in the thigh? Think about telling niggas, what, what you in here for? Shit, I killed a nigga. What you in here for? Shit, I robbed 30 people. What you in here for? Shit, I was in the club and tried to put my gun back in my waist. And I ain't put the safety on and I shot myself in the thigh because they were like, this cheddar bob ass nigga. Like, come on. Right. But Wait, New York dropped the charges against himself. But no, New York, New York did it because New York got New York don't play about that gun shit. Okay. Even I think even if you like, I don't think New York has no legal concealing carry. So New York, like, look, you nigga got a gun. I don't care if you legal or not. You going to jail? 
You know how stupid you gotta be in jail to shoot yourself. Like, I don't even want niggas don't even want to fuck with you. They're like, bro, clearly, all right, you you smart enough to play football, and it's a professional NFL player. Really? So I'm like, you stupid. But Kyle, bro, you walked all the way through Walmart with that gun on your hip, and you didn't shoot yourself till you got to the soda section. And then the leg trying to pick up some sodas. You know how stupid did you feel when they came picked you up? Think about being in Walmart shopping and you just hear pow. Cause a fucking gun go off. It ain't nobody in here shooting this bitch up. No, Kyle in the soda section laid out by the cokes. Because he done shot himself in the goddamn leg because he ain't that goddamn smart. Kyle, get your shit together. I'ma pray for you. Head, shoulders, neck, face ass dumb. That's how I feel. You know them type of stupids and a motherfucking bug. So Kyle, get that together, and we're going to go on a quick commercial break when we dabble into our brown liquor of choice. I'm not saying their name because they don't give me any monies. <laughs> we got two tracks from our wonderful guest that has an interview coming up next. This is actually my favorite song of yours. First time I heard, anytime I hear a song and the first thing I think is, if I heard this in the skating rink in Chicago, that means your slow song popping because we love slow music. I even tried to find some DJ. I'm like, bro, I don't know what I can do. I'm like, this. I'm like, I don't get nothing from this at all. But I think y'all should play this in the rink because I can see motherfuckers going crazy to it. We got Ready by Valencia and Vibe by Valencia. It's episode 68, Higher Times with Valencia, with your boy Nico the Great. Kitchen. I'm ready, I'm ready, you finish, get the mips, yeah, yeah, so baby come over here, get mad, when you're ready, I'm ready, come finish this, rock steady, come here, get the business, I like it slow, so slow it down, baby when you go down, 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 I'm ready, I'm ready, get ready, Make me smile, make me smile. Oh, you so you are. 
up in that kitchen. So baby, come over here, get naked. Baby, come here, come on, finish this, finish this. Come and get the business. Yeah, the pleasure's all mine Sweep, sweep, sweep down the bucket line Cause double dash ropes is all that we got You know it's summertime, got the kids going crazy Can't believe it's hot out and I'm still calling you baby Lightning bugs help me to get to sleep at night I wonder who is fixing up to creep at night We can go and play until we see street lights Don't you love it when it's near the summertime? karaoke songs on live. I'm going to start doing it all the time. I always tell people I was an R&B singer in a past life. I'm pretty sure my mother is a wonderful, wonderful singer. <laughs> I'll try to get her and my, I'll try to get her and my dad to do a karaoke episode, but they wouldn't do it. Oh, she was like, so I want to do it. My mom do sing and my dad does poetry. So at church, they will always get booked to do a duet. So he'll tell this like super inspirational poem, but she's like the background vocals to it. They cold with the shit. Cold with it. Uh, yeah, I would I could, love to see I gotta try again My mom was like I don't wanna do it I'm like look mm-hmm. This shit gonna eventually Play all your bills <laughs> So either you gonna help 
or you need to go gonna help. help. Exactly. So <laughs> next time I ask you, Mama, if you're listening, you don't have a choice next time I pull up. <laughs> I deal I do anytime y'all tell me go do something, I don't give you no arguments. I go do it. If I gotta spend my money, I don't care. Because y'all raised me. Give me money, pay for it. Do my due diligence. I feel like that would be a very watched episode just got off the strength of my parents. Try to get my kid to do it. But he's so antisocial. He's like, well, well. I was like, you want to do it? He's like, yeah. I was like, you know, you got to do the karaoke. He's like, oh. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm like, he's like, I don't know what I'll sing. I'm like, we could do the Pokemon theme song. He was like, I'll think about it then. Okay. <laughs> I was like, turn oh, up. That's cute. He loved Pokemon. That's so, so cute. He loved that. So we got to do that. But y'all, we got to clap for that. Because we got to hire this. In the building tonight. So I can't even say many people may not know who you are. But for those who aren't hip to your wonderful sensation of singing and illustrious Thank vibes, you. You. tell people a little about yourself and what you do. Well, my name is Valencia, aka Damn Valencia. You can't forget the Damn Valencia. And I am a singer, songwriter, artist, and creative, um, I guess video director i like to say in training all of it no nah, <laughs> you did that the uh was it the amen one you said yeah, you fully I direct i seen the I snippets did. put it in your bio <laughs> you did it it's there i did it um but that's pretty much who i am a songwriter if i didn't say that so that's and, and a very good one y'all y'all heard we played three tracks of hers tonight we got one more that's gonna come we had the amen at the beginning y'all just heard that ready which i said is my favorite <laughs> and then we have vibes which is another favorite of mine very good upbeat i played actually all three of those thank you and i think the last one we're going to play i played all of them on episodes prior to so make sure y'all tune in so look since the last time we had you on the show, which, you know, we unfortunately couldn't get you in the building. Yeah. What's, what's been going on with your music careers? Oh, my gosh. So um, I took a lot of COVID just working on the back end, making sure I still put out, like, you know, content and just things that will continue to push me forward as an artist. And just recently uh, I've been releasing, you know, introducing in a Valencia type of way my band, the Shout Outs to the Damn Band. And so what's been going on with me since last time is – I have been preparing for what I like to call a damn hot summer. I don't know, a crazy summer. I don't know what to call it, but it's coming. So I've been preparing, like, tweaking some last-minute things on some new music. <laughs> I didn't want to say Ooh. it, but I think y'all deserve. Um, it's been a minute. I haven't put out anything since Amen, so I am working on some things. So that is pretty much what's been going on as far as that. Um, I have expanded like my um, management team and okay. as far as like those who have been working with me so that's been really huge for me so like as indie artists you know we do a lot of things by ourselves so being able to bring in more team members that believe in my vision is huge for my artistry so we really only expecting amazing things going forward so we're manifesting a fantastic Manifest. year more shows live shows that will be you know debuting soon let's get it I'm, like don't that. you have one that you i seen you kind of post a snippet of a like a performance you did not too long ago that you said you was going to release the full yeah I've been thing. trolling yeah, <laughs> I've been trolling I've seen I'm, I'm looking I'm like okay I mean, let me let me turn on notifications in case this pop up or, when I tell <laughs> yes I, notifications on it all I tell times. people all the time and I actually posted this not too long ago I stand behind it 
as far as people that I would personally know, yeah. I don't know anybody who markets themselves oh my God. better than you. Thank you. Like, yeah. just do you perfectly, like with the whole picture setup. Yeah. We posted on Facebook. Who knows that their picture with the strings is going to sit above everybody and everybody I, below. Listen, okay, so I was hoping, I thought somebody would get it, but nobody did after. I picked I it off the gate. I thought what I was going to do. So did you understand? Did you think about Because I love that most people were surprised. Well, from my I mean, understanding, I, all people were surprised I noticed because when, when I noticed they was like with the pictures of the each individual person, yeah. the strings, I'm like, well, clearly she's the puppet master. Oh, my God. People. Oh, you're smart. You, like, you I, I, just, I, I was waiting on that smart. full visual to come. <laughs> and then Facebook. Yeah. Shout out to Facebook for allowing people to set up their pictures a certain way. You get like three options. That saved my but ass. But perfectly. Because yeah. I'm talking yeah. about the strings were perfectly aligned. Aligned on Facebook. Yes, like, they were. Dang. Oh my god. When I saw that, I instantly it. put a post. I was like, I don't care what y'all talking about. Don't nobody market themselves better than Valencia. Thank I'll you. bet. Oh man. I'm talking about this is opposed to people that I know that are famous. They their marketing don't look as good. They just have the 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 fame behind them that Thank pushes you. it. You you next up. Facts. Next up. <laughs> if I was to look, Thank if I was you, to turn uh, on my TV in three, four, because I will be in the same the, the realm of all the we're gonna all be up there. If I was to look on TV in the next three, four months and just saw you pop across BET, um, MTV, I would, everybody else would, I'll be like, that's big. what she talking about? Because I knew this was coming. <laughs> I knew this was coming. If you don't make it, it's because you didn't want to. Facts. And I'm like, she's going to definitely blow. Facts. Big facts. I received that. that and I appreciate oh, it. Definitely. I really do. So, I peep, one thing I've noticed lately when you post, because I tune into all the content, mm-hmm. you've had a lot of international Success okay, as far yeah. as your, your your music playing on there. So I mean, how has that feeling been to you? That is refreshing because I feel like personally I found myself the like personally found myself um, when I was traveling. So like when I, I I like to go overseas at least. Well, shout outs to COVID, fuck that up for me. But oh, we're here. <laughs> Passport still at least warm. But like I like to travel a lot, and I find myself being able to cope the best with life and whatever's going on when I travel. So being able to see the growth internationally, specifically in the United Kingdom, um, that's where I just kind of market myself. You know, that's just, just the second, you know, area that really like is fucking with me right now. So um, it's just refreshing and it's just exciting because like. They're all the way over there. And like you get in <laughs> like, it. They are all the way over there. But, but it's not like coincidentally me, you know? people coming across you. They're like, you getting actual real numbers. Yeah, yeah. Like, I looked at the stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big stats person. I'm I love like, it. Okay. <laughs> she get number numbers from, a, and I know the feeling because the first time I looked up our stats here, I saw like 10 different and you're like, countries. Who, like I was Japan. Like, like, and it wasn't a lot of people, but I was just like. But it doesn't matter. because like, somebody in Japan caught my show. Somebody exactly. in U- Shout out to the UK because I had a lot over there. Germany, India. Yeah. It's just like. But word of mouth works. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you grow. You know what I'm saying? So that's phenomenal. And congratulations to you on that. But yeah, that seeing that international success is just amazing. Because last year during COVID, I was able to do Glasgow Fest, which is um one of the largest festivals in the world, actually. Okay. So um, Amy Winehouse has hit the stage before. Adele has performed there. And this is in the UK. It's based in the UK. But, of course, it was digitally for me. But it was just like, this is amazing. This feels amazing. So we did that digital live performance during their festival. 
so it's so just kind of like it was just humbling you know what i'm saying because you work so hard and then seeing the the fruits of your li- labor is just like it's just motivating in itself so that shit is lit high that's, key that's super dope thank like, you congrats always on all the success for that thank you and like how does that feel knowing like like not even just to know like somebody hit you up from another country like hey we tune into your music we would love for you to do this festival that's such and such and such and such who was on here before it's just like damn these these women are here yeah. these people are here yeah, like, me. like little me out of that, all these little ants on this you, planet. But they let you know <laughs> other people believe in the dream and vision that you have. It's and other people it's see encouraging. you on that level. Because yeah. I, I definitely see you on that level. I can see you. you being a super huge R&B sensation. Like, I can see that because not only do you have the voice for it, you have the charisma and personality behind it. You're not a dry person. I'm you, blushing. Like, you're not a dry person. Like, you are really, like, good so with marketing humble. yourself and all of that. Thank you. So, like, keep that going for sure. Stop it. Oh. <laughs> so, like, between the creating your music and marketing, what do you feel is the hardest? Oh, my God. That is a freaking good-ass question. So... Um, (laughs) I okay I think that music is actually harder because I think that um, they both come very naturally to me but I just feel like the music part it just goes a lot further you know what I'm saying when you put that out there it's kind of out there like you can snatch it back but you're like presenting that and you're representing yourself in a whole different like that's your baby you know what i'm saying the marketing comes a lot easier for me like i just enjoy like oh i'll think of something like so it's funny so you like the display that i did of me in the damn band the idea was always for them to be in the sky right but i just like i was like something else i want something else and i was getting my last fitting a few hours before the shoot and i needed to go to the fabric store and i was before i left i said what if I'm the the um, um the puppet master? And I was like, they're already in the sky. What if we just have the string? So I went and I made the little um the little tools that they use to hold it, and I just made it really quickly. I did the string and like wound it around really quickly, and I was just like, that's it. And so I went to Rob Cannon. Shout out to Rob Cannon um, at Rob Shot Me or Shot by Rob. Yeah, at, I know you're I'm dyslexic, about. y'all. I know you're talking. Okay, about. I'm gonna put it in the comments. I think it's Rob Shot Me. Rob Shot at Rob Shot Me. Y'all know Rob Cannon. I'm going to post this. At yeah, I definitely know you're talking about that for sure. Get to know Valencia. But anyway, so, like, I was like, Rob, this is what I want you to do, blah, blah, blah. I want it to look almost fake-like, like, almost Pinocchio, like, Disney Channel-like, and, like, have the strings coming from the guy's shoulders, and then I'm going to do this uh, whole display on my page, and it's going to look like I'm towering over them, almost like I'm a giant, which is weird because I have megalophobia. Y'all going to think that I'm the most scary person y'all ever met in your <laughs> lives, but I swear to God, I'm okay. But, you know, so that came to mind. And so that stuff, like, just comes easily for me. Music comes easily as far as writing and stuff. But I'm more of a perfectionist because I'm just like, that don't sound right. That don't, you know what I'm saying? So that's where I think the difficulty comes in. I, so. can, I can believe it. I can, I, I, and I thought creating music would be hard, be more harder, just because if you got a knack for marketing, you're going to do that. You get the idea. It's just boom, 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 boom. I understand because I get the idea. Yeah. But my sides, my procrastination by the time I realized, I'm like, oh, you ain't posting the right time. The algorithm, I hate oh, they how they so switched up so much. much like, why? Why? First of all, Instagram, who told y'all to take, <laughs> out, to take out our shit in chronological order? 
I miss them days to where I can scroll. I would have, it would take me hellas to get to six days. Now my first post would be from six days ago, it's then the so next awkward. one would be from two hours ago. Right. It's so awkward. And so I feel like that's a job in itself, studying algorithms, which I'm working on now. Oh, I see, and stuff like that, for some reason, I just love studying. I love studying that stuff and just learning about it and just learning about growth and things like that. It's just, I don't know. No, nah, you good at it because I'll see, I'll be like, damn, she posted this for 30 minutes. What about if I got 200 likes? God. You, the time, I mean, the it's time the she posts, yeah, like, like everything. It's literally, and it's all of that. Watching the reactions. Okay, this is doing good in the first two hours. Okay, then that is a good post for future reference. I know what to post. You know what I'm look, saying? It's just so yeah. tedious. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so look, we've been speaking about the damn band. So, I mean, tell us how all that came together. Okay, first of all, shout out to Lurdale, shout out to Brian James, shout out to Woody, shout out to Monk. Love you guys. That's shout the out to the band. damn band. Follow them at We the Damn Band. It's my boys. All right, so, how, what's the question? How did, how did y'all come together? <laughs> I done did all that. <laughs> all that shit and then messed up <laughs> the alley oop. Anyway, all right, so how did we come together? So, honestly, if you really dissect all of the stories, it's basically we all met at random gigs, except for, you know, B, Lordell, and Brian James have been playing, like, live shows and stuff, and those two have been playing, like, shows for ages. Okay. They, like, I don't know. I sang, I sang background for a lot of people as well, so, like, we've met with shows like that. Um, Brian and Woody, they went to high school together. It's funny because we did, like, a whole little sketch mm-hmm. <laughs> and I it kind of basically says random day. random gig random gig random gig and then just recently as my artistry started to grow i reached out to lordell who's also my music director or md and i was like yo it's time for us to get like the band it's time to introduce the band and i said this months ago during the first before the first quarter i was like well now that i've rebranded myself and did this whole big layout with a man i would like to do the same with my band members so that they know who you guys are Kind of in a Maroon 5 type of way. That was like my idea. It's like, to vibe y'all gave yeah, me too. Like, I said that to myself. Give the band some. You know what I'm saying? Like we artists are always going to be out here. Give the band some. Some of them are their own artists within and they do other things like graphic design and stuff like that. So we always try to like, you know, represent each other in any way and support each other. So yeah, so basically that's how we met up. And then I was just telling my brother. So um, Monk's the newest member, but um, we've all connected like this we connected over drinking like we the first time we met up we just drank and just kind of like what most of us did i did for sure (laughs) i ain't gonna lie but um we just like met up and we (laughs) we drank and just collaborated and then from then on our chemistry has been crazy so during a panoramic goddamn panasonic (laughs) panasonic out here fucking people up but bringing great things together so I mean, what's next for you? What's next for the damn band? Uh, okay, so what's next? I'll do the band first. I think that's a little bit easier. <laughs> I'm a little complicated melody. Um, so the band, we have um, a live performance that I've been just trolling everybody with. Sorry if you guys are following me. But we have this. We did this huge performance. It's weird to say huge because it was digital. But it was in front of this huge um, tech company, a few tech companies and partners. And basically it was over 10k viewers that was like you know exposed to um this particular um just the exclusive tip this particular um performance i decided to go extra with it so we did hire a camera crew and so we kind of made a little music video like so only only way i know how so before that i was like i want to do a rollout for it why not do it now introduce the band go into our concert so that's what's next for our band for the band and myself 
But that's just like the beginning because that that's technically our first concert ever together. Okay. Or it's like ten minutes, but still, whatever. Who cares? Um, it's ten good damn minutes. Got ten good damn got damn good minutes. minutes. <laughs> but um, yeah. So we have, we're, and we're also prepping for a lot of shows. So that is something that I'm really anticipating for our band. So a lot of huge things in our future. So yeah. So for myself, that was a very long, drawn out way to say it, but we got there. Okay. Um, so for myself, like I said, I am working on new music. The exciting thing about what I'm working on next is that I'm collaborating with other, um, writers. Okay. And this is something that's been on my, like, wish list. Because starting out, I didn't know a lot of people. And so I would just write my own, everything I put out, I've written by myself. Um, so I'm really excited to collaborate with these guys and just to present you guys what's next for me. It's a little bit of a shift, but I think that you guys will like it. Um, yeah. I don't want to give out too much. No, don't give out too but, much. I yeah, but that, that's that's pretty much what's going on. Whatever else I have, I hate that I have so many secrets from you guys. I feel like you won't right. trust me. It's the anticipation. <laughs> no, we like that. <laughs> okay, well, I okay, well, just trust me on this. At Dan Valencia, I got you. I got you. Y'all heard that. Y'all. We got to clap it up for the wonderful, wonderful Miss Valencia. So look, tell our listeners where they can find you, information about the band, everything. Oh, you already know. It's Valencia, like um, the orange, if you want to be disrespectful. No, I like oranges. It's Valencia like Spain, so you don't misspell it. And then, of course, it's a.k.a. Damn Valencia. Damn like the curse word. And Valencia, like the orange, I'll just like <laughs> But <laughs> at Dan Valencia. And then we have the band is at We The Damn Band. So We The Damn Band. So y'all all social media. Y'all heard that. Make sure you tap in and tune in, y'all. Shout so, out to you. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. So, look, y'all, we got a few random, random little topics before we got to end the episode. So, one thing I always notice People are always worried about the next person, what they're doing. And what made me bring that up is I see a lot of people online complaining about people that are getting unemployment or people that work fast food jobs demand a higher pay. And my thing is, why do you care? Your unemployment don't stop me from my job or whatever I do. I don't blame you because if the job you got didn't pay as much as they were giving you per week, why would you go back to work? That's stupid. That's stupid. The government been finessing us for fucking years. Why would I not finesse a system that was going to give me whatever I was going to get plus $600 more just to sit my ass on the couch? I'll never go back to work until that shit run out. But get out of these people's business. That ain't got nothing to do with you. Especially people that work minimum or like work at fast food. Oh, we want 15. Get your, get your coins, bro. Who am I to tell you you don't deserve 15? Everybody deserves to be able to pay and live and make a you know a good enough ways to survive. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "Oh well, you you should have to like, well, I make this." And I'm like, "Well, then the same advice you're giving them, take that for yourself. How about you do better? How about you go find a higher paying job? You got degrees. Degrees don't get paid shit no more. I got one. So a lot of these jobs don't care about degrees no more. You get a degree to get make. I made more without my degree than I did with it. Hmm. Let's tell you enough right there. But I got the debt from the degree." So do what you got to do for you. Don't worry about what the next person got to do because it ain't your business. Um, One other person we're going to discuss once I find his good article because bro um, kind of did the most. He is a Brazilian 
rapper. His name is MC Kevin. MC Kevin fell to his death at a hotel room three weeks after he got married. Why? Because MC Kevin was with his homeboys. They came across a little freak. They took the freak to the room. Had a threesome thing with the homeboy. Somebody got the beating on the door. His his wife was like a criminal attorney. So for fear of, I don't know if he heard her voice, but for fear of thinking that was her at the door, he ran to the balcony, hopped over the side and tried to jump to catch the bottom ledge like you see in the fucking movies. And dumbass fell all the way to the five floors down by the pool, hit the ground and killed himself. So that was stupid. You almost got my dumber drove person, but I found somebody else. So I feel like both of y'all kind of competed with each other for stupid motherfucker of the week. But it's just like, bro, you, why you get married? Three weeks later, you was already out here having a threesome with your homeboy and a freak, random freak. And then because you scared of getting caught, you try to jump over the fucking balcony to catch the next one. Who the fuck told you that was shit was going? I mean, you can't answer a question, R.I.P. But who the fuck was gonna tell you like who? Just because you saw it in the movie, I know you had to be like, oh, they do that shit in the movies. Because I always see people do the movies. They're like, bro, what if I could jump from the balcony and catch the next one? I know my grip ain't that goddamn good. I'm fucking around and falling, and my dumb ass looking down like, look at your stupid black ass. <laughs> who told your black ass to do that? Because that's what I'm gonna say the whole time in heaven. Who told your black ass to do that dumb ass shit? <laughs> I hope I get to the gates and they be like, "It's fucked up, nigga." You, they be like, "Nico, let's talk, nigga." You was wild, nigga. You was wild. I want to go to heaven. Look, I'm going. (laughs) I did, but look, September third, two thousand, I was baptized. I remember that day. Uh, I feel like I got enough times to mess up and repeat my sins. If I gotta do another one, I will. But, bro. You ain't have to get married. You could have lived your best life. If you still want to have threesome with your homeboy and another random chick, do that. That's cool. Ain't nobody knocking you. And still got caught. And still got caught. And eventually still go. Where the fuck you going to go? You better off. Look, I'd rather. Look, as much as I don't condone, I'd rather heard your wife was fighting you and you put hands on her because you was scared of getting jammed up, but you tried to jump over the fucking balcony thinking you were going to catch the ledge underneath. I'm not dying. I'll just take my L. She's be a stunt double. And she's a criminal attorney. You knew she was going to find your ass. She and, who, and, who, and look. Who, who? And she the only reason I think he she had to be yelling her name through the door. No way you heard a knock and assumed it was your wife. No way possible. I'd be like, first time I heard a knock, like, oh shit, bro. What the fuck up? Nigga, don't open the door. They got a key there coming this bitch. You gonna be knocking all motherfucking night before I open this door. But I also don't put myself in them dumbass situations because I be telling people all the time, you don't have to be with anybody. If you still got the whole phase in your life, get it out. Yeah. Why fuck up somebody else's or insecurity or how they feel because you don't know how to let that situation go. Right. If y'all meant to be, it'll always full circle. I'd rather somebody tell me. Nico, I fucks with you. I like how we vibing, but I'm still kind of in my whole phase of life where I may still want to dabble, still date people. I don't want to do you wrong. Mm -hmm. So either you can date me as I do me and you do you or walk away. If this is meant to be, we'll come back. You can't do nothing. It may hurt, but you can't do nothing but respect it. Because you told me, because after that point, if my feelings get hurt, it's my fault mm-hmm. because you told me what it is. So R.I.P. Bro, Damn. but you stupid as fuck. <laughs> stupid. Um, R.I.P. Paul Mooney as well. Yeah. 
Paul Mooney randomly died this morning from a heart attack. They tried to bring him back, and it didn't happen. Paul Mooney's probably the most controversial comedian because Paul Mooney said what the fuck he felt like, and he didn't care how you felt, especially my white people. You couldn't tell Paul Mooney shit. He going to say, but I, I, that's the one thing I do feel like is missing from comedy, that because we, we're in the cancel culture, anytime you say something that people don't agree with, they automatically want to shun you out. For whereas back in the day, you can say what you want to, and I feel like it should, should still be their way. Of course, people are always going to get offended. Yeah, because back in the day is a horrible way to stick up for what you believe in. Because back in the day, there was slavery. Yeah, I ain't talking about that far back in the goddamn day. I ain't talking about that far back in the day. But it's going to always be somebody that's going to be offended by what you for do. Sure. So my thing is either stand true to your guns. Because if somebody says something that I'm offended by, unless it just truly was an attack at me. I get that show artistry. Who am I to tell you what to do? Who am I to condense your jokes? Yeah. Who am I to tell you what you need to say? That just mean whatever special that was said, or maybe that one not for me, mm. or maybe I just don't fuck with you no more. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean I need to go around telling everybody to cancel you right. because you said something that I didn't like. Everybody not gonna like what you say. You've always heard that growing up. Everybody not gonna like you, but that ain't your problem. That ain't got shit to do with me. You don't like me unless I did something. To affect you. Yeah. So, y'all let these people do what they do. R.I.P. Paul Mooney. Um, I'm pretty sure where, wherever you went, my brother, there's jokes cracking. <laughs> because you was funny. <laughs> and you was a serious fun. That's what made him funny to me. He is he funny like He's how I try to do shit. I'll say shit. People like, how oh, you laugh? I'm, like, I'm dead ass serious, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have a smile on my face. So, shout out to Paul Mooney, man. And speaking of cancel culture, how do y'all feel about that? I think for some things, it's it's been very helpful. <laughs> some people need to be canceled. I think there's a it's, it needs to be more of a balance. I think that some things are just kind of like, uh, you know, you get to a point where, you know, nobody can do anything. But at the same time, it's like, what, what it depends on what it was. I, think it do, I, I feel like it it's depends a case on what it, is, what it is. Some people like when you, oh, yeah, they said something like you get a random white person that's famous. Oh, yeah, they made a whole video saying niggas ain't this, niggas ain't that. I'm like, what, well, bro? I mean, everybody changes, but. How much did you change over the past year? This came out three years ago, bro. Yeah, you felt that right, way. You right. was drunk. Drunk or not, a drunk mind speaks to sober thoughts. So if you felt that way, you drunk, you feel that way all the time, which I don't like people for how they feel. If you don't like me, tell me. Yeah. Oh, hell That's yeah. why people are like, I didn't vote for Trump as a president, but I didn't knock him because how he felt, he said that shit. I would rather know up front how you feel versus me thinking you fuck with me and you don't fuck with me mm. because I don't do fake love. If you don't fuck with me, don't fuck with me. It's okay. I'm not going to lose no sleep. Yeah, but I mean, but in his case, like, though, he was just... He was tripping. Us, he was getting put us in danger. Traveling where he was president was the worst shit and okay, embarrassing that shit. that I get... Be- oh, my God. <laughs> First of all, he made us a joke. Yeah. So he's like, you came from where? Your president who? Made us seem so weak, huh? you know? And that's exactly what it was, but it's because he was at... His whole presidency, for one, I felt like when he got it, when they said he won... I, he had to be like, oh shit! I didn't really think I was gonna win this motherfucker. Like, I, yeah, I did, but he did it because it was like, nigga, I got the bag. Then it happened. It was like, oh, I had to be the president for real, cause let's fuck some shit up. You Fuck know it, what all right. Well, you already put me here. Yeah. Let me run this in the ground like I did some of these businesses out of hand. <laughs> you hear me exactly? That's exactly how he ran like a corporation. Oh, he didn't run God. us like a president. He ran us like we were employees, and he was the big boss. Dude was ridiculous. And I felt like, I was surprised he ran for another four. Me personally, if I was Trump, I'd have did my four. I became president to prove my fucking point. I always tell people, Trump had a conversation with his homeboys before he ran. 
And they was like, nigga, you ain't gonna be president. He was like, that was that. I bet. Watch he this. hung up as soon as he won. Watch this. Who ain't gonna be president? They were like, nigga, you became fucking president. I told you, motherfuckers, I was gonna do the shit. That's exactly how it went. And then he just did what he wanted to do. But I ain't knock him because some of the time, everything he stood, he stood 10 toes behind what he said 90% of the time. If you're not gonna like me, I would rather know you don't like me up front. Dude, don't be shaking my hand like you fuck with me. He definitely gave no fucks. No fucks. And that's the only part about him I respected because it's a lot of times I don't get no fucking you not. And I'm going to let you know that. So I couldn't knock him for doing something I do. I'd be a hypocrite. The other shit he did, though, was fucked up. He was a fucked up person. And he ran us completely to the ground. Not saying the new president ain't going to do us no better. Because he a fucked up person at times, too, if you look at all their backgrounds. Oh, yeah. All these people be fucked up people. Listen. 97% of them niggas be fucked up. It was up to me. I, listen, I already know who I have in office. Look, I voted for myself. Me. I was like, me. I just feel like let's run our own goddamn lives because y'all ain't doing too great of a goddamn job at it anyway. Yo, seriously. Like, so y'all get y'all shit together, y'all. So look, uh, we done came to our hour and a half part, man. I want to clap it up for the, the wonderful, the beautiful Valencia, Sonia, and the Bill. Now, I greatly appreciate y'all coming to kick with us. Make sure y'all tune in next week. We got Corey Black and Sunny Rain coming in the building, coming to kick it with us. So I, I like to reach out to people I feel making great moves in the community and getting it. a lot. Of, I tell people a lot of people I meet for the first time is on the show. You probably are the exception. Most people I don't meet till the first time until they come on the show. We'll be on social media for years mm-hmm. when our first time. But that's the great beauty about social media. If you could be the same person you are on there, then it's like, oh, bro, I know you. I'm just because I ain't met you in person, I've talked to you for three years. I know you at really? this point. Like that, at that point, it'd be some, it'd be some people can't. I love congratulating people for shit they did. I'm like, bro, I don't know you from a can of paint outside of social media. But I love what you're doing because I just yeah. love celebrating black yeah. people doing great things because the media portrays that we are all killing, stealing, and doing the yeah, most. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I came up with this because let us portray our own media. Talk let us give you. our own narrative. Do what we got to do. So I appreciate all y'all ashy asses. As I say, for tuning in to episode 68, Ethnic and Shamor, Higher Times with Valencia. And we are going to end it with another track of Valencia called Seasons. It's your boy Nico the Gray, the wonderful co-host Tandem couldn't be in the building, Melanie Maria, Bud Talk STL, the Canada Education Collective, and Yayo LaFlair, formerly known as Yayo the General, and LaFlair if you're nasty. And make sure y'all tune in next week for episode 69. We out this thing. We can. Oh my God. baby. So chilly. I say, let me warn you. Let me hold you. Let me give you all my love. And if you keep my secrets and forget I'm your flow trucker. Do I got a plan? I said no, Papa. Messiah, your plans will I still be your man through the summer again? I said no, come in. Now I got the juice. Is you coming through? Cause we breaking rules. So baby, get loose. If it's winter time and the summertime is And we can stay apart, baby. I 
can make your heart beat stop. So come and tell me if you wanna be on the phone. You said, Are you playing me, baby? You're playing me, stop. Yeah, yeah. I've got no idea what you're getting to. Let me tell you what I really wanna do. You book a room and throw your dollars. I'll do my dental for your mother. You ain't control, I got no problem. But it's me to extend, I got no comment. Now I got the choice. Is you coming through? plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Can you read? It's a ethnic issue more TV. With your ass she is. 